Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. It's a podcast where we talk about musicals and all of the wonderful lessons we have learned from them. Um, I just learned that I'm hosting this episode. <laughs> so you're welcome. My name is Miranda Selwood. Um, I'm here all night. Uh, also with me at the table, Julie Eisentrager. It's me, KB. And we have a repeat offender with us today. I'm back. Um, <laughs> Cameron, welcome back. Hi. Hi, everybody. Now, this is your third time, but we're going to call it two and a half. Mm, I think that counts, yeah. Yeah? Second time was a group effort. A so group effort. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, sh- what are the shows you brought us before? Uh, so, uh, I was brought in for the Lord of the Rings musical, because that's just who I am as a person. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> big, old, big old nerd, and I was very keen to talk about that with you all. Uh, and then I came back a few weeks later with Amy La Palma uh, to talk about School of Rock. That was a good episode. It was a great episode. I mean, episode. not that Lord of the Rings wasn't a great <laughs> episode, but... I feel like it's the highlight of my career. Like that, so. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Until we put it on. Yeah, wait till we put it on. Uh, yeah, we, we're going to try and top it today mm-hmm. with um, a show that I'm sure... I know I've been waiting a long time to talk about. Um, it's not often we get to do a Sondheim episode, but <laughs> here we are, ladies and gentlemen... Come Teddy! Um, this is exciting. I actually can't believe we haven't talked about this show already. I, yeah, yeah. 100%. I was going through the list of shows you sent me uh, to pick from, and I was like, "Wait, you haven't done this yet? Oh, great! Excellent! Done! Excellent! It's my favorite show. You have done this show, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. In 2014, which did role did you play? I was Paul, the Paul. reluctant. No, sorry, Amy's the reluctant one. So the uh, there's Paul and Amy uh, who, who are get married not getting during, married today. Yes, they get ma- well. They uh, their wedding happens during the musical, um, and Paul gets left at the altar. Uh, so Paul, yeah, that Paul. was that was that was me. <laughs> I, I got to I got to do it was we, the production we did was at the La Boite Theatre here in Brisbane, and it was in the round. So when I get dumped, I had to do a lot of backting, um, <laughs> big, <laughs> which was the term that we came up with for that because you know I've got like two thirds of the audience. Oh, no. Looking at, at my scene partner, um, uh, and so I have to get dumped and be like, "Well, how do I express this with no facial expression at all?" Hunch those shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Did yeah. you do, can yeah. I ask a question? Did yes, you please. do sad butt? Sad. I don't know. But so when it just like it just uh, quivers oh. a little. <laughs> 
Like, like is, is that is, like is is a butt perpetually taut and then it relaxes? Maybe. Is that a sad butt? Maybe. I don't. We, I don't we have know. to. That, this is something we have to brainstorm. But that's okay, why well, I asked. I tell you what, um, we're going to do a special episode on this another time. Good, but excellent. I feel like today Bring is not the day. Time number four. Um, <laughs> sad butt discussion. Don't joke butt. about it because we're making Backing and butt. Dating? No. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to move on quickly. How yeah. about we do the get to know you quiz? <gasps> Again. Getting to know Again. you. Hey. Um, a different musical. Not that one. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, no, I do that every time. Yeah. Did you not get the song last time? I don't remember. No, because you weren't here, Miranda. <gasps> oh, yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was your first time and I just brushed over it like that. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Uh, you'll, you will have to come back again. Um, so we're going to do the getting to know you quiz. You have mm. done it one time before, but we always like to just do it twice to check. Yeah. Um, <laughs> see, see how my answers just have to changed. See. So which musical character would other people compare you to? So ironically, I think I always use that word incorrectly. Um, Bobby. Bobby Baby. Mm-hmm. Bobby, Bobby Honey. Bobby Bobby. Robbie. Robert Darling. Robert Darling, yes. Mm. Um, I uh, Yes, because I, I, we're... We're, we have delayed this recording so I was telling a lot of people I was like oh yeah I'm going to get to talk about company and do this thing and people are just like oh yeah how's it, how's it going Cam you're single and 30 and uh, <laughs> I'm like oh great thanks guys yeah. is it life imitating art well, this, sure. I've got to tell you this show hits different at single and 30 than it does when you're in a long term relationship at 23 it's uh, like oh mm. this, yeah. today's going to be a therapy session for all of us and we can yeah. just like open up our feelings about company and I definitely did not okay. listen to <laughs> company in my 30th year so I do yes like uh, there, there were Bobby comparisons certainly in the last month or so um, and which musical <laughs> character would you like other people to compare you to oh. maybe a little less Bobby uh, a little maybe, more maybe I don't know like I still I like he's uh, there's there's something there. There's some nice little de- development there. I don't know. Last time I said Maria von Trapp, um, which I still stand by because she's the best. Uh, <laughs> because she can okay. play guitar and ride a bike. I have a lot of questions about I can that. Also, I wasn't here for the last one. <laughs> I can also play guitar badly and ride a bike. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> I, did a te- I did a 10K ride this morning and my okay. butt hurts. Uh, well, like, um, <laughs> here's a guitar we've prepared earlier. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Pam. <laughs> oh, no. Um, we don't really have a guitar. Um, no, <laughs> but I, we do I, have a bike. Though. Yeah. Um, no, just, you know, she's, she's a passionate and a teacher and what, loves kids and... Fights Nazis, you know what's 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 there to not you love. You know what with I don't like about <laughs> her. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I don't like her flakiness. Mm. Like that bothers me. And you know, like you mean like when she leaves the house at the end of Act One? No, I mean like when she leaves the nunnery. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, see, I like she she shouldn't have been there in the first place. Yeah, That's, I'm, yeah. Him on that. I'm like you're late, you're late for Thespis. Because <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't care. I know. Don't go in. Uh, she wants problems to with care. Her. She wants to care. Um, what's your dream role? Uh, Bobby, kind of. <laughs> like, go I'm just going to keep Maria in the sound yeah. of music. No. Um, yeah, I I would really like to play Bobby one day. I think. Um, just I think waiting to age in. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. <laughs> Miranda. Miranda. Sorry, was that hard? It's a little bit. Oh, oh sorry. Um, um, yeah, I, um, I, I'd also, I'd love to do Angera in um, Les Mis. I, that, that's yes. something I'd, I've always wanted to do. Um, Great vest. Yeah, Who doesn't right? love a good vest? <laughs> yeah, you, and you get to die fairly quickly and then just chill for the like last third of the show. You will. You chill most of the show. <laughs> mm, yeah, right. Really? Because you're not in the first, what, half? I presume yeah. there's like ensemble stuff that... 
Bonjura does ah, in the first half. Why yeah. bother? Just make friendship bracelets. <laughs> bit like stage. Yes. Bit of convict Play action D&D in the beginning. So. Yeah, you can. Miranda and I can tell you a plethora of things to do backstage. Yep. Brilliant. We got that. Um, what's your favourite Sondheim show? It better be this one. It's definitely company. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely company. What's your go-to shower song? Uh, Being alive. Uh, no, I. No. It's been. I don't know. It, again, it, it it tends to um change depending on what I'm listening to him. I think it's it's been so I've. My current D and D character is a Texan dragonborn, so I have like there's like there's a Southern Gothic playlist on Spotify that I've been listening to to get into character. So the last few days, it's been like "Take Me to Church" by Hosier. That's been oh, nice. that's been the shower I, song. I <laughs> have to say <laughs> that is the most interesting answer to that question we've ever yeah. had. Yes, excellent. Well done, Cam. I'm glad I can. <laughs> I'm glad I can provide this quality content for that's you. That's amazing. <laughs> I didn't even know they had dragons in Texas. Well, they they, they do now. I'm learning <laughs> a lot about D and D. Surprisingly, okay, here it is. Hmm. Um, not everyone gets the opportunity to do this twice. <laughs> oh no! You have to delete a musical from existence. Which one is it? I, I struggle with this one. I know you do, but you just have to rip the bandaid off. Well, it's more so because Cameron? I don't know enough musicals. Just do it. All right, I'll just say Cats again. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the default, right? Uh, <laughs> it is. Uh, yes. I, I don't know. I'm not the biggest Guys and Dolls fan. I gotta be. I gotta be honest with you. Throw it's, it out. It's just I'm happy for that to go in the bin, um, especially once I discovered that. The Guys and Dolls song from The Simpsons isn't actually in the show. Like, it's, what the hell? I've been I've been lied to my entire life. But by The Simpsons. <laughs> by the, yes, damn That's it, Matt Greening and Mark Hamill. Uh, oh, I suppose if we delete Guys and Dolls, then that episode never happens. And then we don't get Mark Hamill singing Luke Be a Jedi tonight. So I mean. that's, I think... Oh. So you're taking it back? I think I have to take it back. Good. Okay, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Before he can delete any more of my dream roles. Okay. <clears throat> right, let's take a quick break while I recover from that. And then we're going to talk about company, apparently. <laughs> the way that piece fades out. Yeah. Uh, so we are going to talk about Company. This is one of the most famous and most successful of Stephen Sondheim's works. Um, one of his earlier ones too, right? Yes. Or, or do we call this like the the golden era, 1970, Stephen Sondheim? It was, well, that's, a f- it was number six, but it was the one that kind of launched Sondheim. So he had written five other. Are they shows was, we know or shows we don't know? Um, <laughs> um, For those yeah. of you listening at home, that was an amazing shrug and eye roll combination. Uh, <laughs> when, when we start doing video podcasts, it'll be a full. Did you guys do of Zoom podcasts last year? <laughs> we didn't need to. No, well, we we zoomed guests. We did, but only no live show. Only audioed them. <laughs> um, so this is one of those shows that I think. I don't know how popular it is with non-musical people, but certainly with musical people, Company is one of the most applauded sometimes, wouldn't you say? Sometimes, yes. I think so. Right? You look confused. It's, it's up no, there no, no. Into the woods, Sorry, Katie's just a little bit dead to me because <laughs> two musicals that fall in his first six are West Side Story and Gypsy. Well, West Side uh, Story definitely can't. 
Well, they, it's to be fair, and a funny thing happened on the way to Thorum. Okay, but that's quite good. Thorum I'll give you, but the Thorum, other two... though, wasn't popular when it came out. That's true. That is true. And the other two um, aren't recognised as his. Yeah. In the same sense, although... Thanks, Miranda, yeah, for yeah, coming to my so defence. Good I'm musicals, though. <laughs> they are great musicals. Well, anyway, sorry. sorry. Not a good musical. Not here to talk about all of them. We are here to talk mm-hmm. about Company. So, um, Cameron, are you ready to give us the entire plot of Company in two minutes? I think I definitely can. And, and hopefully this will go better than Lord of the Rings, where <laughs> I think I took a minute and a half to do Fellowship last time. So <laughs> No, we need the whole thing. <laughs> no, so, whole once upon a time mm. Ju- let's just accept the fact that bobby um is known by many names and I- you don't spend two minutes naming all of them okay so we're just going to go with that sure okay um <laughs> i got it ready yeah yeah ready. kb's on the clock here we go a five six a five six seven eight so company is a musical about uh, a man named bobby uh although can be played by a woman named bobby uh bobby has just hit his 35th birthday and he's feeling existential dread about uh, being single and all of his friends uh, are married and the musical shows us a series of interconnected vignettes where he hangs out with each of his uh, five pairs of married friends and also three of his on again off again partners and there's lots of yeah discussion about marriage and the benefits and detractions of marriage uh, and he's going through just being like well what's the point and no one's giving him any clear answer because there isn't really one Um, and there's lots of wonderful solo pieces and hilarious group numbers uh, and some really fascinating monologues Uh, and it finishes up with uh, well it's so the end of the show is very open uh, and so you, you never it's really up to the cast and the director as to whether you think the show ends with Bobby coming to terms with his place in the world or if he's just despairing uh, and yeah I think that just about sums it it's somewhat left up to the audience too I in think a lot so, of productions yes. right yeah. so oh, 20 seconds spare 20 seconds. look at me go spare. helps when it's not you know, when I'm not trying to do you know three 900 page books <laughs> that's true <laughs> just that's one true. guy having you know a midlife crisis that basically yeah. yeah yeah midlife crisis i think is a good way to put it um we do it it though it does focus around bobby mm. we learn a lot about the relationships around him and the yes. other characters um possibly learn more definitive things about those characters than Bobby himself because as you say he goes through this sort of up and down about do I want to be with someone am I happier alone do I need something else in my life or am I fine yeah and we Um, never really find out much sort of life contextual information we don't know about his parents we don't know about his job we don't know really anything about him aside from his relationship with these people and we learn a, a hell of a lot more about every, all the the couples and the girlfriends than we does it take place over like just his birthday party it's i think it takes place over a year because it it's um the show starts and ends with birthday party so and then and again it, it's kind of up to the production team of of is it the same birthday party at the top and tail of the show or is it have we started as 35th and we end at the at his thirty sixth. I th- I think 
I think it's the script doesn't make it clear and I think leaves it open for interpretation. What do you think? I think it takes place over a year. What do you th- I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Honestly, don't know. It, it, no. it, is a, it has a little bit of that, you know, maybe it's the same party and a lot of that is reflection over what's happened or, mm. or you know. But um, I think that it's probably a more interesting interpretation to look at the development over the year because if you look at, a, a traditional storyline might say, oh, he starts single and sad on his birthday and he gets to know the relationships of all of his friends and he thinks, yes, you know, this is what I need to be complete in my life and then he finds somebody and then he has that at his next birthday and everyone's happy. But that's not what happens. Yeah. It, it doesn't follow the Disney storyline. No, and not I, at all. You know, that's, that's a classic Sondheim trope right there. Yeah. You know, let's take the expectation of where this is going and not go there. So um, I, it's a much more interesting... Uh, character study for the other characters than I think it is for Bobby. Yeah. But maybe that's just... Maybe I would feel differently seeing a female play Bobby. Yeah. So this is something that um, this show has done professionally fairly recently, the last big um, you know, revival of this show. And it has been revived a lot, many, many times since mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> 1970. Um had another like lots of runs in the 90s and I think that's when the big Broadway revival happened um with um oh my god yeah in the yeah. no Neil, Neil, Neil Patrick Harris no, he did the 2000s. 2000s who did the 90s hang one? on Wikipedia's here somewhere wiki <laughs> come through for me baby wiki in the 90s <laughs> in the 90s um no maybe I'm thinking of the revival no, in 2000s West End in 96 no oh Kennedy Center, 2002, John Barron. <laughs> oh! that's, that's when we get. Yeah, that's. Oh, I wish I could go back in time and. Watch and that. Alice Ripley. That I yeah. That. Yeah. And Redgrave. That had a really good car. Emily Skinner. Wait, did it have? It had Alice Ripley and Emily. Oh, I love that so much. Oh my god. <laughs> the sideshow me loves oh the crap out of that. Um, anyway, and then we got to this most recent revival um, in London, where they gender swip, swipped. That's my new word. Um, I don't hate it. <laughs> they gender swept it uh, and made Bobby a woman. Yeah. So uh, and Amy a man. Amy becomes Jamie Amy became in this show. Yeah. Jamie, Jamie. Oh yeah. Mm. Little changing up there. I don't know what that noise. I'm sorry. Okay. I apologize for it. Cry. Um. So did people like it? Did people like it? Did Do people, people like it? It Do doubled its like run. It ran for oh, an extraordinary so amount of time. And the production photos from that mm. production were stunning. Yeah, they were so pretty. Well, that, that was we we were looking up reviews before we started the roulette. Um, and what Spoiler was alert. what was the one that we found? Oh wait, we, wait, we you definitely found. <laughs> <laughs> um, before you start, okay, yeah, Miranda. We're ready, Miranda. We haven't done this in a while. Oh, we haven't done this in a while. It's Bad, Bad Reviews with Julie. Thank you. That was, I'm, I like Best that one. Best one so far. If we could isolate that. Um, <laughs> and just use that paste. one over. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, no, it's all Cam this week. Look, I'm going to be honest. He found them. I did not. It's Bad Reviews with, with Cameron. <laughs> oh, no. Why did you do it again? <laughs> Necessary. Um, take it away. You can. You found them. I, Look. I, all, all right. I the well. I I loved this this one by the New York Times. Um, oh, it's not Ben, is it? 
<laughs> Matt Matt Wolf. Yeah, no, I was gonna say I was I would be certain Ben Brantley would have loved that show. <laughs> yeah. He would like that. That's his ballpark right there. But, but okay. But this, so, <laughs> this, so, this, so this is the production. This so Rosalie Craig is Bobby in this production. Um and the, it opens with at last, company has a human pulse and a proper dramatic core. And for that to happen, it took a woman. Oh. <laughs> That's the opening line of this review. Um, and it sort of it goes on, and and the, and the yeah the Mr. Wolf, bet they had fun in primary school. Um, uh, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they they go on to talk about how much they they love this version of it. Um, uh, entirely transformative, um, the commercial theatrical event of the year. Um, various gushing. Oh, this oh the, I, I also really enjoyed. I have long understood company. As a play with limitations. Oof. So they were just really harsh <laughs> to company. Yeah, but they so, were really so, lovely to the show. Yeah, yeah, so this this reviewer really doesn't like the show Company, but really loved this version of. So um, maybe now he likes Company. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he just needed to see this production. This particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> Train of thought gone. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, what do you love about Company Cam? Why did you bring it to us today? I, I ha- so I because I did that production six years ago. Um, I a lot of my fondness is wrapped up in that experience and the friends that I'm um, who I'm still really really close with, which is just one of its. Like you know, you do shows and you have like the big cast bond, but more often than not, it doesn't last beyond the show. But for whatever reason. Um, we still hang out, Aww. see each other, and it's it's great. It's a good group of people. Yeah, it's a good group of people. That's rare. So I, I think, love that. yeah, and I I think I think that's that's a big part of why I love this show. Um, but I also I I really love character studies, and we have is it fifteen? Yeah, fifteen characters here who are all very different and all have this extraordinary depth. Only just get a little brief glimpse a little window into their lives and you're just like oh i just i want more of all of you like you you could i might not be a good idea but you could potentially do an entire show on robert's relationship with one of the couples um uh you know the the paul and spin-off yeah and like the whole the the paul and amy (laughs) dynamic is um you know you could do an entire show on that I think I think it's kind of part of the beauty of the show, though, that, you know, like you were saying, you just – you get these really honest moments from each character. Mm. Yeah, So absolutely. it's it's about one, one particular moment where you see them in their entirety. And, yes, you could see more and you could hear more of their story, and you could, but, but sometimes manages to make these individual moments – really important and full and complete in themselves and um you know there's a there's a lot of filling in what may or may not have happened before that moment or what might or might not happen after that moment but everybody is sitting in their complete honesty in that particular moment so you feel fulfilled and connected to those characters it's not like you know, Bobby and one other person have a real relationship and everybody else just happens to be there, which is what you normally get in book shows where yeah. they are telling one specific story about one specific relationship and then you might have a couple of side characters who have very superficial sort of, you know, traits or, or 
um, purposes within the storyline. But everybody has their own story in this show mm. and they give you what their story is at that moment. And it's I, I kind of think it's enough. Mm. And I appreciate just seeing that. I've had a terrible idea. Oh, oh no. no. I'm excited about get my terrible idea. <laughs> I think maybe to to satisfy that that want for more of the other characters, you could, you could, you shouldn't, but you could do like uh, the end result is Company the Musical, like a filmed version of Company the Musical. But, but in the lead up to that, you have a TV series that leads to that final episode of Company the Musical with each person's backstory. Not musical necessarily. <laughs> just like a quick 22 mins. Just an episode of relationship. An episode of each relationship and then you get your final music. So saying. like, so WandaVision leading up to the next <laughs> Doctor Strange. Um, uh, to be fair, I've not <laughs> seen either the of the things you're talking about. That's all right. <laughs> uh, our our, our audience will, will listen yes, to this. And yeah, good. Go, uh, I think it's more in its play, like a play structure in that sense. It's just yeah, that day yeah. in the life situ. It is kind very of much more like a play moment. than a musical. Yes. Yeah. And I, I really like That's that. That's my favourite goal. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's good. Um, and, I, and, you know, and the, there's that sense in musicals where characters sing because they can no longer express whatever it is they're going through text alone and and it's in this it doesn't feel weird ever mm. that they're singing as opposed to monologuing. Oh, now they're singing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it does have um some very good scene work and mm, really um, monologues and i i almost wish that there was more of the scene stuff in the recordings that are on there's there's yeah, a few recorded yeah. like the um the uh the most recent revival the, the gender flipped one has a fair amount of dialogue in the recording which is great and i just i want the butterfly monologue in there somehow <laughs> as well that'd be great um so why do you think in a show that is essentially a sort of an ensemble cast review musical mm. almost it's a review with a a storyline story in this you know, very sort of yeah. strange way. The, the structure of it is actually kind of interesting. But why why choose some moments as monologues and some as songs? I've just thrown that at you. <laughs> no, it's... it's <laughs> answer this philosophical question. Yeah, um, but, you know... I, I don't know too much about the development of the show and I'm always curious about when shows get created with a cast in mind versus not. So sometimes I know there are particular shows that are written for certain actors two roles and so the roles get written based on what the actor can do um i might I don't be able to think, help you out Kate. yeah i don't think that was the case here and that this production um i think originally yeah it was a it was the collaboration between sondheim and colin uh, colin george i saw firth and read colin <laughs> that's why i read george firth mm. did um, you know colin firth <laughs> no I my, that's where company. my head is we're talking about marriage we're talking about <laughs> George first. But they George did a cl- collaboration um, where it was just kind of short scenes about marriage to begin with. I love and you, perfect now change. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and so it when the director came on board, that's when it started kind of to more of a, a cam centered around Bobby. Okay. So I think maybe the reason that it's structured the way that it is is initially it was. wasn't written as a musical. It know? was a review show. It was a review yeah. show of like vignettes of marriage. Um, I can absolutely see not getting married today starting as a really intense scene, and then it be- that just becomes a song. Yeah, and yeah. So I think that's interesting too, mm. because like for a composer to kind of start at the text before starting at the music. 
But not an unusual thing for a Mr. Sondheim to no. do. Um, especially coming from what he had worked on before. Yeah. So, um, and then what he, the next one after this? Hang on, I've said it out loud and now I doubt it. I close the time, I close the time. <laughs> oh, no. oh no, Sweeney was a good time after yeah, that. Yeah, I think he, he definitely did Into the Woods. A complete um, Follies. Follies was the next one after this. And then Little Night Music. And they have some similarities their form and structure. Yeah. Still need to see the frogs. Sorry, I'm looking now. We all need to see the frogs and that is a story for another day. <laughs> if anybody would really love to come on and talk about the, the frogs. frogs. We've done it, haven't we? No. no. Surely. No. Why do I know it then? <laughs> We've <laughs> talked about it. To, to, to bring it back. Um, my favourite thing that came out of the West End production wasn't um, the gender flip, but it was Patty Lapone in Ladies. Oh. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yes. I mean, oh, Elaine Stritch is a hard act to follow. She's but if anyone's going to do it, Patty's going to do it. Patty's going to do it. And she did. She did it. <laughs> she, that, uh, it's difficult to think of anybody else singing it, oh. even though Elaine Stritch did such a great job of it originally. Like, yeah. you know, it, it feels like a song that was written there. Yeah. yeah. Was, did. Did Patty Lapone play the role in Neil Patrick Harris production as well? I'm I feel I'm like fairly she certain she did. No. no, no. What role did she play? Um, Joanne. Boop, 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 boop. Yes, yes, she did. She Sorry, yeah. I lied. She played it over three. Yes, because yeah. I, I, I was. I'm. I'm sure she's done it multiple times. So because because she's who I picture as Joanne. Yeah. Um. And I. Th- Gosh, that production had a good cast. It really did. Uh, I don't Christine know. Hendrix, Stephen Colbert. Drunk crier. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I have and no idea. Uh, um, if you have never seen Company, you that there is a very good um, film a of film. that that product. Oh, of YouTube, that, that, that was my introduction to the show. That was what I watched as when I got cast. In I was like, okay, well now I need to see the show, and then found that on YouTube. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> um, yeah, it was excellent. Yeah. And it continues to be. Mm. Uh, we do need to move on and talk about what <laughs> lessons we have learnt from company. Uh, so here is a brief musical interlude. What did company teach us? Of exercises in our 30s about being alone. <laughs> but did they teach us how regularly we should be having them? Because I'm concerned about that. Yeah. It's been uh, a well, 35 seems like a oh God, good place. That's either. the peak? <laughs> <laughs> that would it start because mine started at 29. Um, <laughs> so, no, it's, I think it's what it has taught us in that what we were just talking about is that the structure necessarily follow what everyone in for it to be good, you know, yes. like to bring in some more of the, I guess, text isn't our focus, because to bring more text in actually makes us want more <laughs> instead of the other way around, which I think a lot of people think could be the case. Mm. For a musical, you want more music, right? Yeah. But not necessarily if they're created, the characters are crafted in a very interesting, fully form, I guess, even if we don't, mm. which is fascinating because I hadn't... I hadn't heard a musical, but I haven't heard a musical like where you kind of mm. needed to know why we win the song. Uh, it's been those cents. That's yeah. me. That's my two cents. And technically looking at when it was written in the 70s yeah. and even what Sondheim had worked on before, like West Side Story and Gypsy are yes. very classically formed golden era sort of musicals, really. Yeah. And to have come from that and done something so different – so very, very different. And it, worked, and it went off. People loved it. It went right off. Yeah, it went it off like off. a frog in a sock. It did. Exactly like 
like that. Don't put frogs in I feel like <laughs> it went off eventually. I don't think it went off immediately. Not immediately. Well, no, but I, I it think took a it would have been confronting for yeah. a for a nineteen seventy audience, a fairly conservative theatre audience. Uh, it's still confronting, honestly. Yeah. Like it, it's, you, I I feel like part of the reason why it still has this grip that it does is because there's something for something for everyone uh, <laughs> um they you know every, everybody leads their own intricate varied lives and this show shows a glimpse into a plethora of characters who all lead in varied lives but there's something that you can always draw from and go like oh yep i've i've said that to someone or i have had that said to me or i've been in that situation and i think it's in terms of if we're talking about lessons learned it's like um i don't want to use the word justification but you can see yourself in these characters or a particular character and oh it's not just me yeah Um, absolutely there's other people go through this as well and that's comforting like i mean from personally you know when i played paul i was in a relationship with a woman who's really struggling with mental health and so that was like i related really hard to the character um and over the last few years and and you know now i relate more to bobby (laughs) um uh and the you know the 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 pile of ex-girlfriends that he's got of of relationships that didn't work out um and and that you know when i when i re-listened to the soundtrack for the first time in a long time uh in preparation tonight uh and that the song that plays in the middle of the show is called Marry Me and it's where he's it's so desperate and I never got that read on it before and listening to it now I'm like oh buddy you need to see a therapist (laughs) come on man (laughs) I think that's what's interesting in the gender swap too because like from a female perspective a lot of our life been told that our value and like the idea that before 30 essentially or before 40 now you are to be married with children and live a a certain life and societal expectation so to then have that flip of Bobby played by a female maybe potentially come to realisation that relation be worthy or have worth um is what makes it fascinating that um and why i so desperately would have loved to have seen it but yeah i think it's it's, i'm surprised it took so long to do a just what thing but i guess at the same time people aren't to hear it in that way yeah it's you know people people don't like change (laughs) it's somehow easier to accept uh um a 35-year-old male yeah. who might be satisfied with his life on his own. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah. and the thing and to hear that from a from a female yeah. perspective. Yeah. And and he really like and he's not, but I I think by the end of the show he he is and I find like that's comforting in a way. Mm. Um like I uh, can delve in so I was having a conversation with my therapist a few weeks ago we were talking relationships and um and I talked about the like the the fear that but I might not meet someone. And she just went, yeah. I'm like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. This isn't a guaranteed thing, nor is it a necessary. You don't need to be defined by your relationship to a person. Or your relationship Um, status. Yeah. And there's there's, Mm. there's the, the where he talks to the guys at the top of the show about, you know, did you regret getting... Um, sorry and grateful they, yeah sorry grateful <laughs> and, and, and it's and they, they say it's you know it has nothing to do with and all to do with um, that conflicted yeah I think I think it doesn't even need to be a, a romantic relationship to have those no, sorts of things yeah. and it you know 
as a single person looking at this show, yeah. you really do see it very differently yeah. <laughs> than a person in a relationship. So, um, you know, I think that one of the great things about this show is how it can evolve, your understanding can evolve with it. Mm-hmm. But um, I, Sorry Grateful is one that has really stuck with me in that when I was younger and I first experienced this show, I was like, God, this is such a boring, lame song. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, have a whine about it, Mr. Man. Whatever. You married her. Suck it up. This this was my naive understanding of that moment in that show. And I always wondered why such a slow, droll song was right at the like, mm. what? You know, we're supposed to have all the peppy numbers. This is somebody whose favourite musical is 42nd Street, by the way. <laughs> so, you know, at this stage, particularly my understanding of, of even theatre, I, I didn't appreciate that song for what it really truly was, yeah. which is a lot more about you can feel conflicted and still be absolutely in love with someone and hate the way they chew salad. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, and it... <laughs> And neither of those feelings diminishes the other one. And you can live in that that duality. You just have to make it work because you love the part you love so much that you've got to put up with mm. the salad chewing. And I don't know why I went with salad <laughs> chewing. I might have had a boyfriend <laughs> once. <laughs> um, but, I think you know, an idea that marriage is easy and that like once you're married, everything's great. Yeah, the happy ending mm. situation. Yeah. Yeah, and Sondheim addresses yeah. that a lot yeah. in a lot of his work. A lot, a lot, a yeah. lot. There's this, okay. Yeah. Um, and, and the... Uh, like what you were saying before, but the, like the complexities of a relationship are really brought up in all of the examples throughout this this show. And that's relationships, nothing's, nothing's easy, nothing's simple. Doesn't necessarily mean it's difficult to be more so challenging, but it doesn't just you don't just settle into a groove and be like, and this is fine forever. Uh, <laughs> you either it, choose to work or yeah, you don't. it takes yes. it takes work. It takes, work. It takes two. <laughs> oh gosh! And into the woods. No, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's for another day. Um, do we have any more lessons, or is it time to move on? Do you have a favourite song, Julie? <sighs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. No, yeah, I do. Hang on, let me find out what the name of it is. Though. <laughs> um, I do. As a singer, I love to perform "Lady Punch" mm. because it's a great song. Yeah. But again, it's something that you know it. it my evolution of understanding about has changed many, many times. And Being Alive is another one that I think is like that. It's a very poignant moment in the show. And um, it, it's basically when everybody sort of comes together and says and says to Bobby, you know, what you're feeling is legitimate. Yeah. Just keep feeling something that's mm. what living is. Yeah. Um, so, that, you know... That's kind of the lesson for me, I think, from this show, that your human experience is what life is and whatever that experience is legitimate. I also have a very mundane lesson from this show. (laughs) Uh, So this show is the reason why I know how to tie a bow tie. Amazing. Um, <laughs> because Practical. Um, yes. because the, the scene with Paul and Amy, uh, it starts with him half-dressed, getting ready and being like, Amy, I can't find my shoes. I can't find my cufflinks, blah, blah, blah. So the way that we staged it was that I would I, I would come out, um, you know, half-dressed and then get dressed um, off to the side of the stage while she's having her meltdown um, and occasionally coming in to interject and be like, blah, blah, blah. And so I... I the I walk on with like the shirt and I have like the bow tie down because I didn't have a clip on 
Um, and then I have, to, and then I had to find you one. Or <laughs> no. Well, I, it was, well, it was just, a creative I, I, choice. I did it myself because I wanted to learn. Okay. Uh, this was my challenge, and so I needed to be able to, by the end of the scene, walk on with a perfectly tied bow tie and have done it myself without a mirror. Nice. Um, and so I can still do that. It's still in muscle memory. So that's here is a bow tie <laughs> prepared earlier. That is um, impressive. Yeah. That's uh, so. Yeah. That's 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 another lesson that I learned from this show is that now I can tie a bow tie because of this show. That's a great one. Yeah. Um, let us move on. And uh, try to decide who else we're going to make dress on stage. I don't know who we would make walk on half dressed, and then let's see. is it Zac Efron? I'm pretty sure it's going to be. Uh, let's uh, we'll wait and find out. <gasps> Zac Efron gets closer to our proximity. I get more nervous about Me casting too. him in shows. I, like, I, re- I really hope he doesn't hear this. Why would he? He's not going to listen. He's not going to start listening. Uh-huh. Well, uh, weren't we just discussing that Jason Robert Brown listens to our podcast? Uh, potentially. Why potential. wouldn't Zac Still Efron? don't think he does. Look, Zac, if you are listening, we're not objectifying. We're you. not. We're, we're appreciating you. We think that you are very talented. Um, how do uh, we feel? What's on your t-shirt over there? How do Nothing. we feel? Nothing. Um, Julie is wearing one of of our yeah. um, anyone can podcast um, merchandise yeah. t-shirts, which you can purchase. You if can. you go to um, our website, the TNC website, that's not canon.com, yeah. um, and you find us and then you click on merch, or do you even you don't even have to find us. I'm pretty sure on the website you can just straight to merch. Yeah. And you can buy a t-shirt that says We'd cast Zach Efron. You can. And then maybe if you wear it around Byron Bay, he'll ask you about it and then he'll find out. I, I went to the coast yesterday. I was like, what t shirt? Oh, I'm probably just like, mm, maybe I won't just in case. We should all go. We on also a trip. probably need one that says Anywho. we'd cast Liam Hemsworth and we'll just see what happens. Hedge the bets. See what happens. Can he sing? I mean, maybe. Maybe. Uh, does it matter? Uh, yes, it does. How do we feel about the movie remake? Of, is the, would it be the first one of Company starring Zac Efron as Bobby? Did, we didn't Ooh. talk about the movie just before. There was a movie. No, no. There's, there's, there's no, no, no. But um, there was rumour to be There's one. always there's a movie coming. There's of always. Company. <laughs> so company and Wicked. We'll company see and which Wicked. One <laughs> Maybe. They're so racing w- each other. William Goldman, who's the guy who wrote The Princess Bride, was in talks with Sondheim to make a company, which is I still would in be development. be more hell. interested in him talking to Stephen Sondheim about The Princess Bride. The Appar- apparently, <laughs> apparently, they had a cast reading and they're in rehearsals. <gasps> I mean, if Mandy and then, COVID happened. <laughs> and, then, and then COVID happened, the front door, and then COVID happened. But uh, I mean, that's fine. But okay. I, I, re- I just like, I just need need the show to happen, and then I can play Wesley. I can sword fight with both hands now. I've done a course. And then you'll be like, best friends with, with Mandy. Both well, you need to be able to do it with right and left hand. Yes, you it's do. true. That's yeah. true. It's I hard. Know, it's just my favorite. <laughs> Cameron, would you mind if I put a photograph of you on our um, feed? Yeah, Obviously, because <laughs> you look—you are Wesley. This yes. is exactly this is the role. This, this is the okay, look you're th- going this, for. This is the dream role that doesn't exist yet. The, <laughs> but yes, please. You would have to fight Chris Hemsworth for it, though. You know, yeah. I could take him. I mean, you could take him. I'm slightly taller. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, back to casting company. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But <laughs> um, is Zaka from playing Bobby? Because I mean, he's, he's the, the right, right age. age. I'm not bothered by it. I think, I think it would be quite good. I feel he'd be more Peter. 
Welcome to your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone goes silent and they're like processing. That was, cool. that was glorious. Um, no, which one is Peter? So Peter is the one who's married to uh, Susan, the Southern Belle. Um, and Peter is the one who is, po- well, it's, it's, it's everything that I read says, like, oh, uh, Peter's probably gay and, and is in the closet. I'm like, he's clearly bisexual. I, I feel like... I don't know. I I guess that's up again up to the creative interpretation of the actors involved. But there there is the 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 vignette that we get with Bobby and Peter and Susan is uh, Peter kisses Bobby at the end of that scene. Um, huh. And okay. Yeah. So if Zac Efron is playing Peter, who mm. is playing Bobby in this version? Well, we go back in time. We get John Barrowman. <laughs> uh, that, that's, There's that's, no way John Barrowman's 35. Um, was it the um, first? 2002. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Um, could John Barrowman not play Peter? He could play Peter. He could, absolutely. With Zac Efron. <laughs> I think it would be interesting to see Zac Efron play a character like Bobby when everyone sees him as someone who can get whatever he wants. You know, like... Yeah, actually, And this idea true. of, I know I'm justifying my favourite casting mm. choice. Um, but to see someone like Zac Efron, who is the epitome for so many... Of course he's in a, Of course he's going to get married. Of course he does... Like, to have this, like... Of course he's life in crisis. Byron Bay with you know someone he met in the cafe. Yeah, yeah of course, of course, of course he is. Still makes sense. No. <laughs> um, is to yeah. is to yeah see him in a role where he is struggling with this idea of being alone. I think. What do we think about Joanne? Do you just put Paddle Lapone in? What do we think well, about her? I'm available. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's Miranda Selwood. If Zach will work with me, I'm available. Yeah. Wait, I'm if sure you're going will. to age down John Barrowman, can I bring back a little dead? <laughs> sure. Go for it. I mean, <laughs> Anything is possible. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I look, like, if, if you'll forgive me for getting sappy, I mean, my dream cast would just be just do the 2014 show. That, like, that, that would be awesome. That's a good group. Um, I'm sorry, I just noticed that Stephen Colbert. Yes. yes. Stephen Colbert was in the, the Patrick yeah. Harris one. I knew that I knew Stephen Colbert from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> As I knew him for his own from company. Show. <laughs> no, but I knew him from company before I knew him from his TV show. Anyway. Did uh, you know and Stephen Hen- Colbert is a bigger Lord of the Rings nerd than I am? What? And that's like, it's Impossible. just, I love that Stephen, yeah. if you would like to get in contact with him, Please, please do. Please do. Um, a lot. Look, I know you. I know you hate it when it is, but a lot of P two thousand casts are like so good. Mm. Yeah, that it's hard to look past them. Um, but we can do it. I believe. Do it. Um, I mean, I don't really particularly want to see Neil Patrick Harris. Really? Not he really? was good. He was yeah. very good. Very well, I think good. it was it was capitalizing on the How I Met Your Mother character. Like, yeah. That's basically how they portrayed Bobby for that production. Which is kind of gross. If we were to like. Um, gender swap it again. Mm. Which who would your female? That yeah. is tricky. You, <laughs> Julie Eisenstrang. Um, yeah, I'd probably put some two girls from. Uh, do you mean one of the two girls, or do you mean the, the one girl who you think is another girl? <laughs> what? <laughs> Which character are you talking about? You're talking about maybe. Not uh, uh, not uh, like Alia. Ali or... I get Alia Shawkat and um, uh, Alana Westlock. Wait, is that a character? That I get them confused because they're this basically the same person. There is an episode where they are the same person. I was thinking of May, May Whitman. Whitman. But they were different characters in they the rest were. of the yes. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to see. No. It's hard Zane. for 35, you know. Mm-hmm. Producer Zane would like to age down Joe Cusack. Oh, yeah. Oh, for a young Joe Cusack. She'd be a great April too. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who was – hang on. Who was April in the – the 2011 production. That Christina was, Hendricks. That's Christina right. Hendricks. She was very good April. Do you know who was the April in... Um, oh, well, 
the Australian cast, Australian cast in 2007. Um, David <laughs> Campbell played Bobby. Nice. Which is oh, yeah. to be expected and yes. probably was pretty good. Um, somebody I went to university with played Sarah. What? I only just realised that. Um, opposite Simon Burke. Um, uh, don't just brush over Simon Burke. Play school. Come no, on. I love Simon Burke. I'm saying, like, that's a big deal. Um, Christy Whelan played ah. April. Tamsin Carroll played Marta. And Trisha Crow. I'm sorry, I don't. Christy but, Whelan was very good. Um, yeah, oh. Christy Whelan and Tamsin Carroll. Amazing. Um, I'm excited by the first Broadway revival in 1995 because Jane Krasowski. Krakowski. Yeah. I, aging her down, she'd also be a good Bobby, I reckon. She'd be funny. Ooh, <laughs> She'd um, slightly go off. She's mate. still playing about it. 30. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm so terrible with actors' names. The guy in Mindhunter who also plays King George. Jonathan. Yes, he would be a great oh. Bobby. He would be a good Bobby. I would watch so that. much spit. Mm. Um, <laughs> he's very good. Actually, he could play any role he wanted. He, he yes, could. all yeah, male he's, roles would be played um, by Jonathan Gray. But I, I actually, yeah, I would really love to see him play Bobby. He would do, yeah. do a phenomenal job. Mm. That's great. That's mm. great. I love it. Um, let's make it happen and let's move <laughs> on. We've got some top five lists to do super quick and then <laughs> play the music. Top five. It's going to be on the top five, Sond. I think it is. I think absolutely. It's the number one spot, right? No, we'll no. do that in a different... We'll do that on a different... <laughs> I think we've already had that argument. Yeah. Top, top five, Sondheim. Top, top five musicals about relationships that might be drawn Married along down. Marriage? Musicals about marriage. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About. Top five, top five musicals with Marla references. <laughs> <laughs> top five I, I never understood that in Ladies Who Lunch. Um, until I went and did my classical undergrad and learned about the Mahler revival in the 70s. I was like, ah, I understand that reference now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go. There's mm. something you learned. Yeah. We uh, should have put that in the lessons learned segment. Oh, now yeah, we true. have to go back. <laughs> Thanks, Cameron. <laughs> That's no. all right. <laughs> um, to- Being Alive might be one of the top five covered songs yeah. by a musical theatre performer. Uh, or Ladies yeah. Who Learn. That, that's oh, I, know, I feel lot. like everyone and his... Dog has done has released an album with being alive. That's true. I also feel like it's one of the most um, sung auditions. Being alive, really? I haven't heard heard it in a while. See, I I just don't take Sondheim to auditions. I don't want to do that to an accompanist (laughs) unseen. I feel like someone needs a challenge in the room, and it should be the accompanist. (laughs) (laughs) All you're taking is Sondheim and Jason Robert Brown, and you're like, (laughs) yeah, no, those those are the two. Unless I know the accompanist, I will never bring that. (laughs) That's a bad time. Um, Uh, I think people are getting used to this. To most of the Sondheim repertoire, but JLB still a tough oh, call in an audition. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Top five crises. <laughs> crises in a musical? Well, top five. Okay, so gender swaps in shows is starting to become more and more common. Mm. I think it's, def- it's definitely, though, like top five show where you can just do that with any of the characters. That's true. Right? There's, there's no reason why any characters have, like, you know, in the, in the, the 2018 one we've been talking about, the... Yeah. It, it, Paul and Amy became Paul and Jamie, and yeah. we had our first um, iteration of uh, a same-sex couple in the yeah. show. Uh, well, yeah, because it's a just just relationship. Yeah, just relationships. And it doesn't re- yeah, the gender of the partners doesn't no. matter at all to the text. No, top five gender swap, whoever you like, musical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's called a gender like. swip. 
music. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Yeah, we did. We did establish that earlier. So sorry. So sorry. No, that's all right. I'm just trying to coin a phrase here, guys. It's fine. Top top five musicals that have a movie in the works but hasn't happened yet. That and Wicked. That and Wicked. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Top five patter songs for women. Oh yes, absolutely. In not getting married. That's true. That's a big one. Mask. <laughs> yeah, the first time I heard that song um, was university. And I'm almost ashamed to say, uh, mm. that it took me that long to hear this show. But the first time I heard that song was in um, a workshop in first year, and one of the oldest students performed it. And I remember thinking, "How is she in a possible thing? <laughs> how yeah. is she breathing? It's extraordinary. How? How? Breathing is underrated. <laughs> you don't need to breathe to sing. How? Yeah." One of the most memorable workshop moments. Top, top five memorable <laughs> workshop moments. Yeah. Um, I don't. Are we all? Are we all on top five? Yeah. Top five. Or, top top five, five birthday shows. Top five birthday shows. I also I would like to add it to a conceivable list of top five shows with just extraordinary mogs because there's at least three in this show that are just oh three monologues three monologues three shows that sorry have it's, no. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, in this show that are just top tier, like rip it out, throw it in an audition room, easy. Mm. Top five ensemble um, shows. Ensemble yes, shows. yeah, it is because it's For this sure. show is yeah make or break with the ensemble. Yeah, I think that's that's that. I think that's it. I think that's the top yeah. of the list. We've done it. <laughs> we okay, it. time for everybody to go home. <laughs> um, before we do, Cameron, do you have anything coming up that you want to plug? I do. I do have some things coming up. Things. Um, and Plural things. things. Uh, yes. Uh, 2021. COVID permitting. Uh, 2021. Because the last time I was on, I was plugging our School of Rock season in Adelaide and that didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> if you uh, didn't know, it's No, fine. I did not know. I did not know. Um, so, so don't go see School of Rock in Adelaide. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Um, so I've got a couple of things coming up. So I'm in the Lynch and Patterson production of Pirates of Penzance. The Pirates of Penzance. The Pirates of Penzance, <laughs> which I'm very excited about, uh, which is on the 15th to the 18th of April. So we're only on for one week. Uh, so and I, tickets are selling really fast. So by the time this episode airs, get on it because it might sell out. Um, <gasps> uh, we're at the 12th Night Theatre in Bowen Hills. Oh, 12th Night. Mm, what a Which classic. I'm very excited about. Um, and the... <laughs> You can get your tickets from www.lynchandpatterson1t.com. Uh, I had that written down, so I would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, can you tell I was reading off a script? Uh, and it's Patterson, not Patterson. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. that's right. Um, I work at a school. I'm very familiar with the Son-Sen issue. Ah, yes, yeah. no, I, I, I get that with some of my students as well. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then the second thing I have coming up is I'm in the next production of Cluedo, which is called The New Suspects by the Brisbane Immersive, which is on from the 30th of April till the 15th of May. So we get a nice long season, which is exciting. And uh, there's like there's a whole like there's dinner and drinks and food. Yes, and yeah. So it's it's it's, at, it's not in a theater. It's at a bar called the Baydecker, which is in Fortitude Valley. Um, and you get to come in and drinks and food and get involved in a live action Cluedo murder mystery. You got to figure out who did it. Yeah, and you have to figure out who did it. And I it's a different killer every night. Believe you have night. to figure out who done it. Who done it? Oh, it's a who done it. It's a who done it. As one word. But yeah, so it's very <laughs> very exciting. It. <laughs> and it's yeah, it's 1950s setting, film noir style, uh, and it's yeah like an interactive game of Cluedo, and you can. Purchase your tickets from my script again, uh, www.brisbaneimmersive.com. 
Amazing. You've done very well, Cam. Good plugs, Look at me coming prepared. Good on you. (laughs) Um, Well, we look forward to seeing you as both a pirate and a criminal. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Cameron. Uh, We look forward to having having you back back, uh, to talk about Bacting. Yes, and absolutely. And we'll butt do a whole. But anyway, hey, maybe there'll be a Hobbit musical come out soon, or or we can do or an episode on it. Princess Bride. Uh, I will. I will talk about Princess Bride, Bride for the days. movie musical. Yes, yes, which is definitely right. coming out. We hope, please. <laughs> right after the movie of Company and Wicked yep. uh, any minute now um, thanks KB for being here this evening thanks Miranda for hosting <laughs> my pleasure thanks Julie thank you and thank you to producer Zane for pushing all our buttons Yay. this evening um, you can find us in all of our usual places we're on the Facebook we're on the Instagram I think we even have a Twitter I'm not entirely we sure we do have a Twitter oh if you want to email us, send us a few words to musicalstaughtmepodcast at gmail.com. Um, and if you want to be one of the greatest people in the world, we've got a bunch of extra content and fun things for you at patreon.com slash everything I know. And don't forget, if you want one of those amazing Weedcast Zac Efron shirts, yeah. that is also available at that'snotcanon.com where you can also find all of the other fantastic podcasts on our network. Thank you so much for supporting us and and uh, helping us to keep doing what we love. Yeah, thanks, guys. Go see shows, people. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 